Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Behind the gates about to kick in. Brad Davidson and Andrew Hurley have just jumped into the studio beside us. And 0419-767-272 is, uh, is the place to go if you'd like to join the conversation about Ramwick today. A lot to talk about. It's a great program. So 0419-767-272. I might go trackside. He's calling all the action this afternoon. Three group ones, a couple of group two. The two-year-olds out in force as well early on. Darren Flindell, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, Richard, and uh, good morning, everyone. Yeah, the scene being set here at Roundwick for, for Tab Epsom Day. Got a bit of a breeze coming in from the south, so it's certainly cool enough, uh, 17 degrees. And just looking through the uh, the temperature range today, that's about as high as it's going to get. So make sure you, you rug up a little bit if you're coming out here, particularly if you're planning to spend the day out the front. Uh, exposed to the to the breeze here, but I guess uh, the the wind's going to ensure that if we do get any passing showers through the day, that will assist in the drying process. And the good news is we're we're only a heavy eight. I mean, the amount of rain we've had in the last couple of days, I think a few of us were preparing ourselves that it might have been a worse scenario than that. But let's just hope it doesn't rain through the day. Um, that's that's going to be the the big key factor, but it's it's one of those days, Richard. When you when you look at the radar and just looking out the window, it's it's quite all right at the moment. But it could be one of those days where showers just you know come out of nowhere, last a few minutes, and then move on. Yeah, and that's what they've been doing. I think it's a pleasant surprise that we're on a heavy eight. Uh, live, I don't live too far from the track, nor do you, Darren. You've seen it all come in, but I watch those clouds come up the coast, and they just um, just bring those. Dirty showers with them. Brad Davidson's alongside us. Hello, mate. Yeah, morning, Richard. Morning, Darren. Morning, Hills, and morning, everyone listening. You're right. It's um, it's quite frustrating watching the weather radar because you have a look at it, and they just they just come off the coast out of nowhere, yeah. and they just build. And like the last two days, it's weather lotto. It's like playing playing a game. You know, you play those Game Boy games, <laughs> and you've got to you got to hit the right mark. Well, that's what it is. It's like if these game showers Boy. are going to hit Randwick or not. Basically, and, and that's what it, watching it every day, it's like, oh, that one's going to miss, that one's going to miss, oh, that one's going to hit, this is going to miss, and that's what it's like. And um, it's like Frogger. Oh, exactly. Got to get across the road. <laughs> exactly. That's that's it. I'm trying to think of something like that. Welcome it's, to the um, IT se- segment. Yeah. Welcome to welcome to Sydney do? weather, and uh, here what we are. Hey, look, second I mean, month get, of spring in jacket still sitting there at 14 degrees with the heater on last night. Come on, come on, Australia, get, get your act together in terms of weather. <laughs> Fair income this year's been a shocker. And you feel for Dave Anderson. What do you do? He sent me a photo of the rain gauge this morning. It was full. Like, yeah. anyway, a great shame for Kimbler well, as well. Mike Wood posted something last night. I, I haven't got – I'll find the tweet. But yeah, it was, yeah. It, what it was, was it? 2,100 mils yeah, wow. to the year to date. Yeah, you can't, can't do much with that. It's amazing, to be honest, how well they've done these tracks because go back three years ago and with that sort of rain, I don't think we'd be racing at Randwick today. The wettest place on earth is a little village in northeast India that gets 12,000 mils a year. Wow, really? Imagine I've, being track manager there. Well, when I was in uh, Hawaii for the um, for my honeymoon, they were, they were saying that there's certain parts like up on the hills, it rains every day. It just literally rains every day because that's where the clouds sort of form and they just sit there. Imagine, imagine every day it just raining constantly. Gee, that would just drive you insane, wouldn't it? Put you in a pretty ordinary mood. Andrew Hurley. Hurley's good morning. Good morning, Brad, Richard and Hainsey. Now, before we go on, Hainsey, I noticed yes. the McDonald's... Uh, Brad, Richard and Hainsey? Did I say that? Yeah, I think so, didn't he? 
I can't remember. Darren, sorry, mate. I possibly did. <laughs> I've been distracted by the McDonald's wrappers here, McDonald's. which might suggest that you what had are a you big one. What are you playing that um, game? No, no, I'm just no, suggesting no, well, Hainsey's yeah. had a big one. When you, no, no, no. When you're driving up here at here a go. quarter to five in the morning, there's not a whole lot whole lot of options, to be fair. Well, the cake shop up the road here is usually open. Does love it. Does but love I, a long lunch that I can also go know. a little bit longer, old Hainsey, but um, no, he looks pretty good today. I, I can't say there's, there's no okay. issues there. Quite. Okay. No, no. Hey. I can't be going on any of these long lunches. Have to go to the bank manager on Monday morning to sort out for them sometimes. But um, no, very quiet me. And that was an egg, sausage and egg McMuffin hurls for your interest. Okay, it was just us. And it was tremendous. And I've only had a chance to wait it now because it's been a pretty, yeah. pretty Gee, busy morning. You got, you got a deal too, do you? I saw on during the week Dave uh, saying he's got some suit deal. You got a deal with Maccas now, do you as well? Uh, we are in talks. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are in talks. Um, Hurls, good morning to you. Are we re- are we revealing the horses now for nah, the listeners? We're going to hold back. Uh, right, yeah. 10.45. Now, we've had a lot of, obviously, correspondence last week. that uh, It just went so quick. So what we want to do, we want to get as many people on as possible. I will tell you that the dividend today will be $5. It'll be a maximum of $50, but we'll just hold our fire. What I can tell you is we've got some sensational specials today. Uh, now, we'll start with... Uh, the first two races at uh, at Ramwick today and Flemington. If your horse loses races one and two, your bonus bet back to fifty, back up to fifty dollars. Simple as that. Your horse loses. So uh, that was very popular last week. Uh, races oh. three to six run second or third at Ramwick, Flemington, and Eagle Farm today. Your first fixed odds win bet, and you get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. But if you've ever needed better excuse to get down to the pub this afternoon or to your agency. A run second or third. All races in venue today. Ramwick, Flemington and Eagle Farm at your local. And if your horse runs second or third you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. So I we can't do much more than that. I stitched my dad up last week with that. Oh, he's normally like a $5, $10 punter and I said to him get involved. I said, amazing offer. I said, put 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 your money in. Have your, have your $50 in each race and you'll, if you, if you don't win, you'll get him in bonus bets. So you get it back. He said, sweet, no worries. So he does it. Did and uh, later that night, he goes, um, where did he get these bonus bets? I look at his app. They're not there. And uh, he goes, yeah, I didn't, I didn't win anything either of those six bets. I'm going, okay. So he's had a, had a bad day. He rings the next Who's day. Follow? He's from WA. So <laughs> the offer's not available oh, over in WA. Yeah, right. So I've stitched him up. So oh, he's done God. his 300. Oh. And for a $10 punter, I feel who, bad. Who needs oh, enemies yeah. when you've got your son steering you <laughs> in the right direction? Yeah. Dear Surely you tipped him into the Dubbo-trained winner of the highway. No, I didn't. Uh, yes, yeah, good to see he had uh, poor form at Dubbo, but he had highway form prior to that, as we mentioned on the show last week. Um, let's <laughs> see. That's a massive fan of Dubbo form sitting along beside us here uh, all of a sudden. Anyway, um, just a, a, we're just going to a... Is James Whitfield listening? Um, renowned Sydney vet. Any of the Sydney vets uh, from Peter. Morning, Richard. Uh, no, it's not Peter. It's Claude. Hi, guys. Listen every Saturday to the info. Question, I'm a Godolphin follower. What causes aft cabin to have a nosebleed? Um, uh, Brad and uh, Darren, I suppose. May, I'm only th- may, maybe James, if you're listening, uh, a layman's description. Did he, did he maybe have a piece of work this morning? And it happened during that time. Darren, would you... We're sort of only guessing, I suppose, but I, I'd imagine a nosebleed, he's probably undergone some kind of exercise. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's normally the the result when they're when they're being 
been fairly well tested in a decent gallop at least, so uh, it'll have to do the mandatory uh, three months recuperation time now. Great shame. Good horse, isn't Disappointing he? Disappointing news, Ray? yeah. He would have been very hard to beat in the Caulfield Guineas and uh, opens that race up. Um, I know those who, a few people who have backed other runners in that race would be, um, be <coughs> I wouldn't say they're happy, but um, it definitely helps their chances. You never like to see a horse go to the paddock and have a little setback like that. I'm on amenable, actually, so... Um yeah, obviously don't wish a horse to go amiss, but it makes my uh, <coughs> makes my task with Amenable a little bit easier. We might dive into some of the questions here. Let's. Um, what about we start with the flight stakes? Um, the the girls, the group one for the girls. Hurls. I might grab a market. Are we are we race six there today. I thought the flight stakes might be. I might get a. It's a great race, high class group of fillies, and and then we have a uh, a question, and we can talk about. Uh, the first of the group ones will be the, the flight stakes today, Hills. Yeah, and Fireburn is a two dollar sixty favourite. Opened up at two fifty this morning. Did bottom out at two thirty, and now back to that two fifty quote. Gee, I tell you what, we were generous with the opening price, three dollars fifty uh, for Fireburn early in the week on Wednesday. Six fifty to seven, back to six dollars. She's extreme. Three thirty to three sixty. Zoo Gotcha. North Star Lass thirteen into ten. Wolverine eight fifty to eight. Uh, Madame Pomerine. We're in a big race last start. It's a $13 chance, and that's pretty much the tail of the tape. In terms of dollars held, yeah, it's clearly uh, Fireburn. Yeah, it's pretty much market order. Gee, I tell you what, I heard uh, Gary Portelli during the week at Fireburn. Couldn't have been more, uh, more confident. Well, she's a ripper. Well, I'll just fire over the question, Darren, and then you can have your say. Mark from the gong, and Mark says, can I forgive She's Extreme for a last start, Darren? Oh, that's a, it's a very good question. It, it really is because I have to say, after the Golden Rose, I said to myself, oh, I'm, done, I'm done with you now. I can't keep making excuses. Uh, I think the, the heavier track uh, today is in her favour uh, since she's proven at it and she's proven herself at a mile. I, I wasn't brave enough to go putting a name at the top of the list here today, but if you, if you want to give her another chance, I wouldn't talk you out of it. What's there to forgive? I mean, she's been beaten three lengths in a golden rose. No, I'm just thinking about that she's better placed on this wet track today. Yeah, I agree. And at, at the distance that she's proven herself at. So I, I wouldn't want to say she couldn't win. No, I, I just think that I'm talking about the question more than, than, than your answer, Darren. Just like, I don't think there's much to forgive. I, I think that Fireman was just a little bit too sharp for it at 1,400. We saw when they got to a mile last prep, she had no issue there. Sure. She got the absolute peach of a ride. It was a mad fence day. So she had everything go her way that day, the perfect storm. Fireburn was the run in the race by 1,000 yards. But she's still beaten Fireburn at a mile. Um, I think this is a great race, and I'm no surprise that Zugotcha's drifted this morning. I, I really think – I know that – I think it's 10 of the last 11 years the T-Rose has produced a flight stakes winner, but I really think you've got to grab that form today and throw it in the bin. It, okay. It's just the, the, the time out of it was horrible. Simply, it was they just walked the last 400. They absolutely paddled, and here you have a, a proper Group One race with the horse Jackano, who's coming off a similar rating as Yes, 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 who went on to win a Tab Everest. You've got a proper race. You've got she's extreme, beaten three lengths. You've got Fireburn absolutely savaging line. It would have been a crying shame if she wasn't in the race today if they didn't rethink and head to this. Um, just back the putting, two. Just back the are two. Are you putting? Are you putting Wolverine in the bin? Uh, I the am, third yeah. place getter from the T-Rose? I, I, I backed oh. it as well. I backed it. So I was seeing it through rose-coloured glasses. I backed it $11 early. But 
for me, when you look at the sectionals out of that race the other day, they were flooded. I mean, Wolverine's about the 60th best last 200 on the day. It was just a absolutely... The last 400 was about five lengths below average. They paddled late. So for me, I'm always against those horses next time out because I think they're flattered when, they, when they're walking late. Well, I, I can see why North Star Lass is 13 to 10. If she's allowed to jog along... Yeah, I mean, any case for her? She was disappointing the other day, so yeah, maybe she she's the one that you can forgive out of it. But gee, I know the stable are great up in trip, but doesn't really look to me like a horse that's going to run a mile. Do we need to ask you who you're with in the race? Uh, Fiveburn from She's <laughs> Extreme. I backed them both, and I, I could easily get it wrong because the T Rose form generally stands up. But Zoo Gotcha reminds me of the the Mallorys, the four moves ahead last year. That you know, getting the job done at 1400, but when they went to a mile, they got found out, and um, I think she's the She's the risk. I think Wolverine's a little bit too short as well. Like I said, I struggle to mark her single figures. And um, for me, it's, it's all about those two girls. I, I think they're a little bit too good on the wet track today. They've got the much better form line with a race that generally ran well on the clock versus a T-Rose that didn't. Who are you with here, Darren? Well, I'm going with Wolverine uh, for this reason. In, in both her starts here, she's drawn wide out and she's been taken right back. I just went back and had a quick look at the, the replay of her run in the Group 1 over 1,400 metres in New Zealand when she drew Barrier 2. And she had enough pace there to hold leaders back, but they absolutely walked up front. She started to fire up and she ended up getting shuffled back through the field. But uh, it just showed me that she can be handy. And I was hoping that today Wolverine would hold her spot from Barrier 1 and get right in behind North Star Lass. And I guess Pavitra is the other one that'll be right up there on the speed. But... I think Wolverine's going to be a lot, lot closer in the run today than we've seen her at both starts. And I get the impression she will run the mile. Um, so, you know, Fireburn getting back from the draw, uh, she's extreme. I just think Wolverine's going to be better positioned than a lot of those in the market. So I'm going each way here in the in the flight stakes. That's, that's what Chris Lee said, inside draw, a bit closer. Yeah, I, I don't like inside draws today, but I, I do agree that you're going to be closer. And they're the chances that Zugotcha and Wolverine have got. They're going to map a lot better than Fireburn, who... I think her biggest danger is getting back last and finding one of those 50, 60 to 1 pop that are not going to take her into the race in front of her and then she's got to peel out three wide and make an 800 metre run. That's her concern. If she can get on the back of one in the three wide line coming from home, it might just be a good night. You're talking about me looking fresh today. He, he has just produced the biggest yawn of all time. It was a stretch. He was swatting fly. It's more than a stretch, mate. Mate, I had an early night last night, a couple of beers, a couple of... Good uh, on you. Glasses of wine with some fresh fish, and it was off to bed. <laughs> Early night when there's yeah. no football to watch. Yeah, well, that's exactly. <laughs> it's a little, a little boring. Yeah, right. I'm out of here. Yeah, um, exactly. Race for the Hill Stakes hurls a market, please. Yeah, put a little sport today for Cascadians. Three thirty into two ninety. Montefilia one eighty to a dollar ninety makes it favourite. Numerian five dollars to six dollars. Twenty one to sixteen. Yonkers elephant twenty three to seventeen. Forty one to thirty one. Kiss the bride. Deductions there. Nine by nine for Stockman. Two by two for Lunces. In terms of the hold on the race, it is clearly Montefilia and probably 50% less on Cascadian. This could be a little bit tricky with the size of the field, Brad. Uh, just the question here. Love the show, lads. Thank you for that. Is Numerian worth a sh uh, worth a throw here? Uh, look, he's he's he found the right part of the track the other day, which was worth two lengths defence, and I thought they rode him too quiet the other day, and uh, but he was super, 2,000 wet track, sure, he's he's a bit one-paced, whether he can go with the likes of Montefilia, I'm not sure, but it does look a great race for Montefilia. Um, if there was somebody who, who was on the mark in this uh, behind-the-gates multi, you'd think it, that'd be a smart put-in, wouldn't it? Because 
you know, only six runners, only got to run I'm top four. It just seems like six. a smart one, doesn't it? It just seems like a smart little banker. But, uh, maybe that's... Uh, did anyone throw it in? Oh, I don't think anyone on the punters panel uh, was brave enough to do that yesterday, oh, so the, the yeah, option might be luck. open. They, Jeez, they, they went, they didn't they give went us three to two dollar ten chances. Oh, instead. Fair they didn't get yeah. much of a shot. I Fella, looked at that yesterday. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Fella here, Dan says, "Good morning, men. How about the blokes on the punters panel? Multi, how weak? Three dollars fifty. I'm not here to make any comment because well, I can. because <laughs> well, you can, but what looks obvious, what looks obvious regularly doesn't turn out to be." Uh, that obvious. That beats it. I'd say a three dollar fifty winner any day of the week. With those that they've picked, I think they're lucky to get three fifty. Mm. Yeah. When I was went... listening to them, I thought, oh, this is going to be probably about a two eighty, two ninety, and then they said three fifty. Um, Simon Dinopoulos, he's a clever cookie, isn't he? From from Canberra, he was tipping back an Alia when it was three dollars ninety yesterday, knowing that it would start favourite today with scratching. So. And there's no deductions through these uh, multis as well. So that's where they definitely get a, a big advantage, those boys. I think, I think they're feeling the pressure and they're just trying to bank one here. Uh, definitely. They're, they're feeling that run. I think they're getting. They're worrying about what we're doing, not focusing on themselves. Yeah. And they're uh, just trying to bank one. But no, staying, good luck to them. I hope they get it very too. impartial. I hope they get it too. Yeah, 100%. Good luck. On the new Merrion question, though, yeah. I, I have taken the chance and put him on top because he's the price that I want to have a bet at. I don't back odds on favourites. And, yeah, you know, Montefiore obviously looks the one, but my little bet in this race will be Nameri, and I liked his first up run, and if we get rain throughout the day, uh, he proved himself he could get through those conditions. Let's go to the Tab Epsom, if we can, here, Hurls. It's race eight this afternoon. If you're out and about doing other things with the family, whatnot, just sneak away. Five minutes past four is the Tab Epsom. How's the market looking at the moment, Hurls? Yeah, well, look, it's only a small-ish field this year, but it's still very competitive, and it's very nice horses going around in it. Let's have a look at from the top. A top-ranked, a 420 to 440, back to 420 today. 21 to 19, Ellsberg. Nimalee, 14 to 15, Ice Bath, $4 into three thirty, best supported runner today. Fangirl, 10 to 11. Kiku, 31 to 26. 370 out to 440, hinged. Crosstalk, 750 to 8, back to 750. Papali, 81 to 71. And 26 to 31 for War Eternal. In terms of dollars held today, Ice Bath in front of Hinge. Uh, now, about a quarter of the take uh, compared to those two is top ranked. And there has been a little bit of money uh, dollar-wise for Kiku today. Questions, a couple of questions here. You can uh, answer the questions and then break the race down as a whole, you, uh, you fellas. Now, the first one there is, uh, where did I go there? It was about um, top ranked. Love the show, fellas. And they did actually text that. I'm not just saying that. Top ranked by one and a half lengths today. Get amongst it, Adrian. Good on you, Adrian. Think you might have a, a supporter in our race call today. And morning, boys. Craig here from Albury. Uh, where'd that text go? There, Craig from Albury. I want to know your thoughts on Ellsberg, a proven wet tracker. Just a little worried about the gate by race eight. Where do you think they'll be running? Uh, considering it's a heavy eight. Cheers, Craig. So, Adrian, very bullish on top ranked. And Craig wants to know a bit about. Ellsberg, Darren, I might come your way first. Right, well, I'm uh, with with Adrian there. Uh, we're top ranked. I, I liked him when he won first up in the in the Bill Ritchie, and he will come on a lot for that. And uh, and for the fact that he's six times a winner uh, here at a mile, I know the pace was there, and it really played into his hands very well on that uh, first up basis. But he did the job. Hugh Bowman speaks very highly of him. 
Yeah, I'm definitely stepping, sticking with top rank today and I'm going to make him the best bet. When I watched Ice Bath go so close in the George Main, at the time I thought you'll probably be my, my Epsom pick. But at the end of the day, she's had nine goes at a mile. She's won one of them. And overall, she's only won four races from 35 starts. I just can't help but feel there's going to be another story today with Ice Bath going under narrowly. I just want to be with a horse that just, he produces uh, top ranked. I think he's got a good future here. And uh, all being well after this, he'll probably move on towards the Cox Plate. Brad? Yeah, I, I saw it a little bit differently. I, I'm uh, with Hinged. I, I think she's she's the weighted horse with 51 and a half. I just hope they use that and, and put her in the race early. Just... I think she just wants to get into a dogfight here. She's so good in a, in a scrap to the line the last 200 metres. And with that no weight on her back, if something comes up to her flank at the 200, uh, I think she'll go with them and I think she'll out-bob them. Um, I think that horse's ice bath, fourth up, mile, wet track, James McDonald, they're all major pluses. Yes, she doesn't win out of turn and finds horses to beat her, but... Um, for me, she's the danger. I think the best ruffie in the race is Nima Lee. She's got a 4-1 record head-to-head mm. -head over Ice Bath, and you could easily argue it should have been 5-0 because the only time Ice Bath beat her was two starts ago when she beat her, I think, about three-quarters of a length, and Ice Bath found the fence, and Nima Lee didn't, and the fence was worth two lengths that day to me. So um, I think she's a, a good ruffie. I've had something on her at $14, $15. And top-ranked, I'm, I'm happy to take him on. I, I could be wrong, but... Um, when they come home seven lengths below average for the last 400 in a race, that's uh, screaming, uh, it's got to be flattered. And I think his last 600 was about 60th best. The uh, last 200 was about 60th best of the day. So I just thought that race was handed to him on a silver platter the other day. I concede he's got improvement. Um, I concede he's got a great mile record. But, gee, he, he could not have done anything but win the other day, the way that race was run. And, and the last late sectionals were soft. So I, I've got to be against those horses next time out. Concede he is one, though, that I could easily get wrong. And um, another question there, gents. Uh, how do you think Fangirl will go in the Epsom today? And also um, the whereabouts and what Chris is doing with Waterford. Should have asked Chris this morning about Waterford. Don't know yeah. Quite what he's Could be the forgotten doing. horse, Fangirl. Um, she, well, no one's talking about her. Well, just the wet track. That was the query. She was mm. playing second up, but the first up run was terrific. I think if she drew a gate that day, she goes close to beating Animo. Um it's got to be great form for this. It's just a case of hoping that track's on the better side, soft seven rather than a heavy eight. But um, she's the one I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more worried about her than top rank personally. But um, we'll see how. I could be wrong, like I said, with that. Hey, I'm a fan girl on these genuine wet tracks. You're not sure, Darren? No, I, no, I'm done with her done on with wet her. tracks. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'll, I'll just wait till we strike dry tracks with her. End of story. Okay. Hey, guys, great show. Thank you. And this uh, hurls, we can maybe deal with this. Any, any chance you can announce your multi-being like being about to be open a minute or two yeah. before. And just because you know, people are doing bits and pieces, I wonder if we can give them a bit more of a specific time. time. Can, yeah. you, can you text your your people there? Is that... Well, we know the time, don't we? Yeah, we know it's 10.45, but I'll announce it at 10.43, so people have got time to, to be sitting there just and be, go... Just to be ready. Yeah. They, they, mate, they might not like what we're doing this morning. They might think, Hazy, uh, Hainsy, you're, you're a lunatic for putting this horse in. It's the best one we've had in... The best one we've had in... Well, well, probably. Like to be honest, most times oh. I always think, "Oh, there's a little query," but I think today's one I'm I'm pretty confident oh, with. Oh, Darren, is that just the greatest mock? No, <laughs> no, no I, I, I agree. I'm I, comfortable. I think, I think we're sweet. Uh, the boys from yesterday, they're sweet. I think it'll be a double fill up today. I really hope so. That'd be great. Um, let's go to the two-year-olds, guys. Uh, hmm. uh, a question here, hurls regarding. Um, 
the Breeders' Plate. Might get a Breeders' Plate market first, then we'll go to Tom from Mudgee for his question. Want me to get my dart out? Or? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 10 comes out. Zulfaqua. That's my best attempt at that. Uh, six by six. Empire of Japan, 440 to 480. 750 to nine for flying trapeze, but they went up $11. Insane Vault, 30. As, let's go again. 61 to 34 today. Legolas, or Legolas, uh, 41 to 21, 6 to 5.50, MAC 10. Make a call, 26 to 21. Favourite is Physical Graffiti, a 3.60. It's pretty much been that price all week. 6.50 out to 7.50, Snatch Riley. And Tarabo, 5.50 and solid. They backed a few horses here early doors, Snatch Riley being one of them. Uh, Legolas, it went up $101. It's into 21, so it's been a move there. Insane Vault, again, 51, 61, and now 34. So expect a few at the price. As far as the dollars being invested today, it's Empire of Japan in front of Physical Graffiti. And pretty marked pretty much market order since the market opened snatch riley has actually been the second best supported runner so it's been 15 dollars wednesday and 750 today morning rich can i get the panel's opinion on mac 10 in the breeders is the six dollars generous and does tab think it will shorten as far as the tab goes stay with us with timmy ryan i'll ask him after 11 dollars. but brad the two-year-olds here where does mac 10 fit in how do you trial uh yeah tried well enough but um yeah, I mean, I might just even throw this race to Darren. He's more of a, a trial perv than I am. I thought Snatch <laughs> Riley comes out of a quick heat and did enough, boxed away well. But, um, yeah, I, I just uh, wake me up in race three is what I'll say because I'm not uh, not interested they're in... They're free in, bets. Free yeah, bets. Oh, free that's bets, a good though. point, actually. Sorry, actually. Didn't I will take that know. back. Didn't let your dad know. I'll <laughs> take that back. Snatch <laughs> Riley then for me in race one and race number two, perfect proposal for those playing that. And I will be playing because that is a, a terrific deal. Oh, you're and suddenly all very no, interested. I forgot about it. I, I'm not normally interested in these races, <laughs> but when you're having a, 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 you know, basically a free go at it, you're mad not to. So um, Snatch Riley, the value for me in the breeders, and I think perfect proposal is hard to beat in the gym break. What would you make of the two-year-old trials, Darren? Yeah, um, in answering that other question with Mac, uh, Mark 10, yeah, I think he's got a great chance. I like the fact that he put himself on speed and when he was asked to finish off the trial, he did. He, he got to the line with a lot of enthusiasm. The time was only so-so. I thought visually Tara Bow uh, looked the best. I, I like the style of Tara Bow. So despite the fact he's drawn the outside here, I have gone with him. It is only a field of nine, so I'm not panicking by the draw. Um, if you're going on times, well, physical graffiti is the one. Uh, his time was significantly better than anything else in this race. And uh, he was up on the speed and was run down by Don Corleone, who was really wound up on the outside. And Brenton Abdullah didn't really touch a physical graffiti. So I think he's the worthy favourite. But uh, I think uh, with this promotion, I'll probably be backing uh, Mark 10 uh, at the price since there's nothing to lose. But I've gone 957. Empire of Japan, don't you love these messages uh, that come through? <laughs> It's the only one that's come through so far. Uh Peter Snowden has reported that Empire of Japan developed a mild skin allergy this morning. However, Empire of Japan has been inspected by the vets and is past suitable to race. One thing I'll say about Empire of Japan is I remember looking because I get in the database I subscribe to, I get uh, sectionals 
from trials, so like last mm -hmm. 200s and all that. And I remember last year, Sir Jardin had the best last 200 um, sectional at the whole trial session. This horse had the second best. So he's got that same sort of profile as the one that's going to be really strong late. It was in the slowest heat of the morning, but the last mm. 200 was very strong. Okay, so where, it's not where you start, it's where you finish and how well you finish sometimes. And, oh, thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Stating the obvious, that's fine. But that's okay, isn't it? That's like, good, yeah. yeah. You're not first, you're last. That's right. But you don't want to be last... You're not really. That's not a great saying for the racing game because if you're second, you're getting a lot more prize money than last. <laughs> the Drinkwise Dulcify Stakes Hurls, race number five over the mile. Gee whiz, flag of honour. Tell us what's happening with the market here, if you, if you will. Yeah, flag of honour's joint favourite with Communist. Now, Makalu bring the boom and Pavitra all come out. Deductions there, zilch. So we've got a true market here. Today, Williamsburg, 4.40 out to 5.50. It's done nothing but drift all week. It opened up at 3.60 and favourite on Wednesday afternoon. So it's been friendless. 3.90 to 3.70 flag of honour. Owen County, 16 to 15. 3.80 to 3.70 communist. Communist atmosphere 17 to 15, 10 to 9 dollars back to 10 dollars. Conqueror, uh, we've got Lindemann 31 into 23, scientists 10 to 9, 50, 34, and 26, respectively, for extreme freedom and eight. He grand as far as dollars are held today, and despite that drift for flag of honor, Tabarilli taking it on, it still holds you know, about $200, so not much more than communists. Uh, so they're joint favorites at 370, it's pretty much market order. Atmosphere, and we've written some bets on atmosphere today and since the market opened Wednesday. Uh, Mick on the tweet, good morning, Mick. Do you think scientists can win race five today, Brad? Uh, probably not, but it is. A horse, at least with a bit of upside in terms of only had two runs. So um, I'm not saying no entirely, but we need to find probably three or four lengths for mine. Um, I found this a really tricky little race. I don't think they're overly strong bunch. Um, I think that the one and the two, Williamsburg and Flag of Honour, are both looking for 2,000 metres and are probably that second tier of, of that spring champion and just hoping that um, a few fall away and, and they can they can really take shape there because that looks like ta their target races. I think four is short enough, but he does bring that different form. He's got James McDonald. The time was good the other day, and you know, Ting Tong running second does add a bit of merit to it as well. So he was the way I lent, but Williamsburg's the, the weighted horse. He gets a five-kilo swing on Flag of Honour, so I can't really get that interested in Flag of Honour. But, um, yeah, I found it I found it a real raise up for grabs, to be honest, but went with four without a great deal of confidence. What do you think, Dan? I like the way Scientist uh, came on for his first start there at Canterbury when he was a bit weak late and then was quite strong at Warwick Farm beating Redina and Redina came out of that race to go on for an impressive win at his next start and I guess it's all rather fitting considering a Scientist is out of the mere global glamour, the flight stakes winner of 2016, that the mile should not be an issue uh, for Scientist today. But he's rated 65, Williamsburg's rated 85 and they've got the same weight to carry. Uh, for the fact that Williamsburg's a dual winner on, on heavy going, I just had to tip him uh, from Flag of Honour, one over two. I sort of had to go, go with the ratings here when they're at the set weights. Let's uh, get on with these questions. Thank you, Darren. Uh, a question here on race three, Hurls. So I might get a, a race three Ramwick market before 
uh, firing away with Jason from Gunnadar's question. Yeah, this market has bounced all over the shop. Um, we'll sounds start sounds with, like every race. Yeah. Uh, well, this one in particular. $5 to $6, Hosier. 34 to 31 for Paternal. 31 into 23, wonderful Riri. Cap Fever, 151 to 71. $8 to 650, Casino Kid. 21 to 15, Omaji. 550, Kalino has been very, very solid. Did peak at $6, back to 550. Lane 750 to six, a big drift for Mahogany. It's a 370 to 550, and Arnold. Is it disappointing at that price? The last start, it is at a five dollar quote. In terms of dollars held, I can tell you that uh, it is pretty much market order. Let me just go again here. Uh, give you the most up to date figures if this computer plays ball, which it is. Um, well, the most popular runner today has been Casino Kid, uh, despite the fact that it's a $6.50 chance. It's actually, well, it's holding $100 less than Arnold. Are you buttering up on Arnold again, Brad? Um, I thought he was too close the other day and hearing from... I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that excuse most of the time, but I, I think he is going to be better ridden with cover. And he's been crying out for the mile for the last three starts, this horse. So he gets there today and... I think he can definitely uh, run a big race with 52 on his back. I think it's him and Mahagoni. I think they're the two again. I think the market push against Mahagoni is, is losing James McDonald and um, goes to a rider that's striking at 3% the last two years in Metro. So those types of jockey changes are always going to be a little bit soft. And I think if you can if you can understand why the market's pushing against a horse, you can you can back the back the drift okay. I, I think he's getting out to a bit of an over overreaction now. Um, he's going to be strong late here. He's got the form around Waterford and Colino and no weight on his back. I, I think he'll be very strong and I think you'll be able to run on today. You're right, Hills? Uh, yep, yep. We're just about to get the behind the gates multi open. So uh, just stand by. Four we'll, minutes. You'll let us know when <laughs> two minute mark. Minutes. Oh, well, get the bell. <laughs> hey, hey, Darren, Jason from Gunnada. G'day, fellas. Like to get your thoughts on Hosier in race three. Uh, Hosier, the Coffs Harbour uh, Cup winner. I thought, um, I was watching his trial there at Rose Hill. He's got a really, really choppy action uh, in the trial won by Kiss Sum. Maybe the wet track will be fine for him. It's geez, one of the more difficult races of the day, uh, I thought. I, I wouldn't rule Hosier out. I, I sort of had it as my borderline fourth pick in the race. I've gone with, with Tamer Lane. Uh, I just think Tamer Lane will be in the perfect spot. Uh, from Barrier 4, I think Rachel King can just be, say, sitting third or fourth there on the run, and that'll do me. But uh, Mahagoni, I'm a bit cold on. And Arnold, I, I really don't know. I, I just kept looking at him. I was thinking about tipping him. Um, just my biggest concern is, was that softer track the issue uh, for him last time, or does he want the mile? I've got no doubt he probably does want the mile. Just a little bit worried, you know, with a threat that we might have some more rain as this mm. day goes on. Was the that soft track the issue uh, for him not really wanting to to pick up? But he, he fought on, Will. Oh, I don't know. This is one of the more challenging races of the day. That's why I went with Tamerlane. I just think it'll get the right spot. He doesn't want any more rain, Mahogany. Good point, Darren. Okay. Um, so we are within the two-minute mark now, Hurls. So what are we saying? All right, drum roll. We're about to open in two minutes' time. Do you want to get, should we get the horses now? Yeah, yeah. let's, get, let's be, do that it. That might be yep. the way to go. Yep. Yeah, I'll go first, because if you didn't know before, mine's Montefilia, because uh, six horses. I want to make it a three-leg multi, not a four. So thank you. We'll go with that. I'm with Marzu. I mean, if he's not going to run top four here, 
You're going to be in the Everest. Mosey's got to run top four. Darren? Uh, top ranked, uh, like the the first up win, and um, I think he'd be really hard to beat again today. And if he doesn't, well, I can't see him missing the top four. Hills? Uh, Stockman. I think Joe Pride will have it. Cherry Ripe, this is the race is set for. Sam Clipperton stays on, and, uh, yeah, it'll handle the wet. No problems whatsoever. The so, price? Uh, we've got $5, okay, so good. let's, uh, yeah, let's recap. We've it's got Marzu. Dividend. Yeah, it is a really good dividend. We've got Marzu. We have got Montefilia. We've got Top Ranked and bringing it home, hopefully, with Stockman. Go to Sports, today's offers, racing offers, and Wooshka. It'll be there in around about 30 seconds. Now, we're going to make it maximum uh, $25 today to allow more people what? on. Uh, still get $125 <laughs> for, your, for your troubles. There's 100 bucks. I thought it was meant to be 50. No, no, we've just changed it. We made an executive decision to let more people on. All right. There's 100 bucks on the bar for they're you the, tonight. They're the, they're the new Don and Discover vouchers, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes. If it lands... Yeah, it's still 100 bucks. It's dinner for the family, isn't it? Yeah. Depending on how much you eat or drink. We have to wrap things up shortly. We might just... A couple of questions here on race 10. 10, yep. Hills, I want to come to you for a, a race 10 market if we can, please. Yeah, uh, Bacchanale is the favourite. It's been well tried. 290 to 240. Remark, 420 to 390. Uh, Cold Crusher, $9 to 10. Rustic Steel, 950 to 11. 11 to 12 Steely went up a 21 on Wednesday afternoon. Zushak, 13 to 15. O President, 12 to 16. And then we've got $17 uh, for Kinlock. And Cliffs Art, 34 to 26. 41 Mana Nui and Soldier of Love at $71. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty smart. Uh, Simon Dinopoulos with Bacchanalia there. It's been 290 to 240 today. It went up $5 on Wednesday. Holds the most amount of money in front of Cole Crusher. And Kinlock, we've written some bets on Kinlock today. Um, Crum from Wagga. Crum is saying, looking for a push for Bjorn Baker in the last. Uh, president went pop last start against top rank. Uh, Barry trial win was enormous before that. Something went wrong getting good price today. Crum from Wagga. What do you think, guys, about a president? And good morning, guys. Question for Brad. That is your, is your best in race 10, Steve, from Kernel. Brad. Um, no. Best will be lost and running. We'll get to that. Um, well, I'll wrap that up later anyway. But um, I don't think he went pop first up. I think the they... Simply overcooked it. They just went way too hard. Like, what was, you know, first up, oh, wet track. Yeah. They just overcooked it way too much. And, and that's the query. How much does that flatten the horse? He's, he's just had such a gut buster first up. Um, ridden quieter in a recent trial. We'll see the tactics today. But that's my concern with him. Just where he's at after that absolute gut buster fresh. But um, Bacchanalia for me. Okay. But, yeah, that's what Steve was getting at. What do you, yeah, what do you like in race? Yeah, Bacchanalia. But I think he's way too short. I mean, he... Yes, he's going to improve. Yes, he loves a wet track. Yes, he maps well. But, I mean, he was lapped the other day all the same, even though he was keen. So, gee, he seemed a little bit overplayed. Bit of intel for you, though. James McDonald labelled that his best ride of the day. Mm. What do you say, Darren? Mm. Uh, I, 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 President, where is he sitting with you today? Well, the way Rachel was restraining him at the trials, I'm, I get the impression the instructions are going to be riding with cover. But who uh, who are the other leaders in the race? Not really. A oh, Cole Crusher uh, might push forward, but and um, 
Yeah, see, Maltai's come out as well. I think Bacchanale would be handy. I, I think he's very, very hard to beat as well. Loves the wet. Um, it, it really looks the one in the last, uh, Bacchanalia. And, yeah, our president, I think, will probably snag leaders back. OK. Uh, Hurls a market for race nine, please. The Furphy Metropolitan, Group 1, mile and a half. Yeah, it's a good race too, isn't it? We lost uh, Benno earlier in the week, but it's still a very, very good betting race and a, a good race on paper. $7.50 to $8 Stockman today. Ladon De V is a $6.50 chance. $41 Cucaracha. Arapeo 14 into 11. 10 to 11 Mancayan. $8 to $6 no compromise. They've peppered away on it all week. Went up $11. 310 to 370 Durston. Sacramento 41. 23 to 26 Realm of Flowers. Grove Ferry $9 to $8. Landed some good bets. Grove Ferry last, uh, last Saturday. And up jumping about four dollars. I think it was about double that price when we did the preview. Uh, Cara 51 to 61 and Hammer on 15 to 13. Looking at the hold on the race, it's pretty much market order. Uh, no, it's not because it's Durst and then Stockman in terms of dollars held to date. Then Ladon V and Hammer on always it seems to be uh, very popular and is again today. Before we go to the Metro, Craig's quite right. <laughs> Hey, boys, you never answered my question on Ellsberg in the Epsom, do we? We no, talked about the Epsom. Yeah, but no, no, he's not well-weighted. He's got too much weight, and I'd be shocked. I thought he was pretty plain the other day. Not for me. Darren? No, not for me. Okay. Thank so you. we were trying to be polite and just uh, <laughs> and not say it, but anyhow, you've you put the blowtorch to us. <laughs> wet track stats are okay, but um, yeah, no, not for me. Uh, Nigel from Toronto would like to know, Brad, can Man Cayenne bounce back in the Metropolitan Handicap? And who do you like in the race? He definitely can bounce back. He was too bad to be true there the other day. He's normally very consistent. He'll keep coming here. Um, I don't know. What what did they make their lay of the day tab last week? Would you remember? Did they oh, get it or not? They did They did get it. The horse ran second, I think, from memory. Okay. Um, well, this week, I wonder, um, I wonder what it will oh, be. What was it? Yeah, just Three words. Uh, Three words or four words. Anyway, I don't know what they'll do this week, but this has got to be a candidate, doesn't it, Durston? I mean, coming off two Provincial Cup wins against small fields. Yes, he's been dominant, but now you've got a wet track and you've got a race with eight hopes um, and, and a much stronger race. He's got to be a risk at 370. Um, and, yeah, I, I think I think he's the one to, to take on. I think LaDonda V, Stockman are great hopes. I think Stockman's a good good play for the top four because he'll just keep coming. He's been the one set for the race and... Well, there's heaps of them set for it. But LaDonda V and Stockman, the two for me. But um, I think Mankane can run well. I think No Compromise can run well. I think Grow Fairy can run well. I think even Hammeron, the one that's back, can run well with no weight on his back. Um, uh, and I think with all that in mind, Durston's got to be 5-1, to one, not 370. What do you think, Darren? I've gone with Durston. I, I, I just think it's, it's peaking at the right time. And uh, I've liked both the, the wins at Wyong. Admittedly, James McDonald wrote it brilliantly on both occasions, Wyong and, and Newcastle. But Kieran McAvoy is one of our best riders in staying events. I like him. No compromise. Looks to be the value. I guess with, with Mankane, we've got to forget the Newcastle run when it appeared that he got his tongue over the bit. So at least there was a, a genuine excuse there. Stockman, you know, he's going to be around the money. Ladon de V as well. I, I've, I've gone with Durston, but I can't say it's one of the races that I want to have a good bet in. Um, we haven't spoken too much about the Premier Stakes, I don't think. No, we haven't. Um, who are you tipping, Brad? Still lost and running. Yeah. Um, look, um, what, they're too close together, aren't they? I mean, he went past Mazu the other day like he was standing still. Um, I know Mazu gets the pacifiers, but 
like everyone's going on about the wet track. It was a heavy. It was a soft seven the other day. It's a heavy eight today. It will be a seven again. Twelve hundred loss and running for me. I know they would have had plenty of improvement in Marzu, but I, I feel like Marzu's where lost and running was twelve months ago. He was just just that level below at this stage, and he'll need that year of seasoning into the Everest next year. That's my thoughts on him. Yeah. I think lost and running makes a statement today and goes into the Everest as the the clear danger to Nature Strip with um, with Jack and O, the only little X Factor horse outside of those. I, I think it's a pretty, I think it's you know shaping that way. Lost and running to make the statement today to go, hey, I'm here, Nature Strip. I'm, I'm here to give you a race. Darren. Yeah, I just think he's better than these. Uh, lost and running, huge effort. Uh, first up, Mazu for the Quinella, Kementari for the Trifecta, uh, 135. I've got them there in the Premier Stakes. There's uh, a few tactic changes coming through, and some of these are rather critical, I'd say, or of great importance. Just note with Arnold in the third, uh, they have advised we'll be ridden conservatively to obtain cover. I like that. Bearing in mind, it's drawn... Uh, uh, one from the outside. So Arnold to be ridden conservatively to obtain cover. As far as the Hill Stakes is con concerned, uh, Bjorn Baker's going to send Kiss the Bride forward with the intention of leading. So there's your pacemaker for the race, Kiss the Bride in the Hill Stakes. In the third, Omudji has drawn the fence. We'll race further forward from an inside gate. And in the last zoo, Shack will be ridden more prominently as well. So they look to be the... Uh, Changes of importance for the card so far. And Papali to be ridden conservatively in, in race number eight was good the other day. Uh, Darren, before you go, your best, your value, and your quality numbers for the listeners for Epsom Day, please. I'll go with top ranked as the best bet today, race eight, number one, uh, and back in Nalia if you're looking for one to multi up late. Uh, in the day. My value will be Wolverine in the flight stakes. At the price available about her, I think she's a nice each-way bet, race six, number five. My quaddy in the Premier Stakes, one, three, five, lost and running Marzu, but a special K in there, one, three, five. Race eight, top ranked, Ice Bath and Hinged, one, five, eight. I'll go wider in the Metropolitan, uh, one, Stockman, two, Ladon de V. Uh, number six, no compromise, seven, Durston, and 11, Grove Ferry. Um, I don't want to be leaving a last start winner out that's carrying 51 kilos, so I will put Grove Ferry in the uh, quaddy and then just go back an alia on its own in the last. So that's going to be 45 units for the quaddy today. Good man. Good calling, Darren. And uh, we're tuning into Sky Thoroughbred Central for a terrific day of racing, and we'll do behind the gates again next week. Cheers. Thanks, guys. And uh, just one last look out the window here. Nothing's really changed uh, since, we, since we started the program, but uh, there is still the, the likelihood we will be getting some scattered showers throughout the day. Good on you, Darren. We'll let him go, calling all the action today. Not everyone loves the behind-the-gates multi. Thanks. You've saved me a pineapple. <laughs> Uh, poor value behind the gates multi today. Put them in an put them all in a place multi, and it's seven bucks. Well, no one's stopping you. Yeah, but a place multi is only three. You don't know how important that four spot exactly. is. It saved us so many times in the, in the when we got that five in a row. I think each week we had at least one in four. Uh, yeah, not only that, the dividend would go significantly down. Well, this the, is the thing. Yeah, where it's sort of the, the five dollars is sort of you being. Um, it is still open too, so please note. So someone saying they can't are... they can't see the behind the gate yeah. special. Just if we can let people know where to go again. Yeah, Macca uh, said Montefiore oh, appears in your multi. It'll probably run top four, but it, what happens if it doesn't? Well, Smacker, if it doesn't happen in your top four, we don't win. That's what happens. And I'll tell you what: if Marzu doesn't run top four either, but the other three do, we don't win.
That's true. But I know what he's saying. But it's uh, it's like I'm trying to make it a three-legger rather than a four-legger yeah. smacker. It's the safest of safe yeah. goes, and there's nothing wrong with that. And and I find when you're getting these prices at these shorter odds, like we can have one like that and we're still going to get five, $5, which is great. Before we get, Brad, your best value and quality numbers, not on today, but is Golden Mile deserving favourite for a spring champion? We're looking ahead a little bit. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I mean, it's it's probably there by default at the moment, but are they even going there? Who knows? They have a busy busy prep, if so. But you I know think what? there's I mean, a few if, others if, that if, are if prepping Arf, up if for Arf that If Cabin's race. not there, hmm. they might sort of go for a Caulfield Guineas with him. I don't yeah, know, like, maybe. But I think if you do like him... If you're listening, James, give us a text. What are you doing with Don't back him Mile? this morning. Back him later because there'll be a few that bob their head up that go up the order today. You know, your Flag of Honours, your Williamsburgs, perhaps... The Factor, boys, hosing down at Shell Harbour. Good on you, The Factor. Hopefully you're staying nice and dry. Brad, best value, quality numbers, uh, and maybe it may be a best for uh, for Flemington today, Turnbull Stakes Day, if you will. Sure. Race 7, number 1, lost and running, the best of the day for me. Uh, the other bets I've had, uh, race 6, I've backed the two, of course, Fireburn and She's Extreme, and race 8, number 8, Hinged, and something small on Nimalee as well in the Epsom there. The best of the day anywhere, though, for me, is down at Flemington. I think it's the good thing of the day. Race 2, number 7, Vizanari. He's just got better form than these. He's got the best rider on, and uh, I think he'll be winning, although I thought uh, Outback Action would, would just win last night and absolutely fell into the valley, and I took the dollar fifty five. So it just uh, quelled the confidence a little bit because I was just as confident with that as Vizanari, but I think they both win. Ramick's about to get a shower. Anyway, um, thank you, Brad. Pleasure. Sky Racing One, the big stage today. We're tuning in. Look forward to it. Good man. Brad Davidson, thank you. Thanks to all those who text in to be part of Behind the Gates this morning. We'll do it again next Saturday morning, of course. And Hurls, plenty of ways you can uh, play the day with the tab. Uh, great offer early on, like last week. And I dare say that all the jockeys' challenges are up and running today. Yeah, they are too. What a, before her. Tell you all of those. Very interested that uh, Montefilia is now out the black figures. It's now two dollars ten. When we first came on, what was it one eighty five a dollar ninety? So they're taking it on. Uh, as you said, we have a stack of offers available today. Go to Sports Today's offers. Scroll down. Racing behind the gates multi is still open. So uh, more yeah, and more three people minutes. have got on. They will actually keep it open if we don't hit the liability after 11. So oh, good. again, we're getting more and more people on. It is Montefilia, Marzu, Top Rank and Stockman all to run a top four one, and it's $5. One last uh, explanation as to how to get there on the tab app. Yep. Police hills. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, go to sports. Scroll down. It'll say all sports. Go to today's offers and on the left hand side says racing and it's got behind the gates multi very simple a three step process right we've got offers coming out of our ears today races one and two place a win bet at ramwick flemington and eagle farm so it's all three venues and if it loses you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. As simple as that. Now, a couple of people did text in, and, uh, yeah, they got caught with their pants down uh, by placing a tote win bet. The promotion's now up for fixed odds win bet, so please uh, take note of that. But, yeah, races one and two if it loses. Ramwick, Flemington, and Eagle Farm – 
bonus bet back up to $50. Make sure you download the Tab app. It's an absolute beauty. Races three to six, Ramwick, Flemington and Eagle Farm today. Run second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. Get yourself down to a venue and it applies to Ramwick, Flemington and Eagle Farm on all races. Run second or third. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies for in-venue mode. And once again, uh, please note it is for a fixed odds win bet. All right, as far as Jockey's Challenge is concerned today... We've got J-Mac, as usual, $1.45. He's the favourite. Huey Bowman at $6. Tommy Berry at $7.50. Karen McAvoy at $11. Jason Collett, $18. $26, any other jockey option. $31, Rachel King and Sam Clippenden at $51. If that $1.45 is a little bit too short for you, again, go to Sports Today's Offers and then Racing. You've got J-Mac to ride two or more, $1.63 or more, $3.44 or more, $10, five or more at $34. There's a stack of markets there in terms of offers. Races six and seven uh, today for Fireburn and Lost and Running to run both run top two, $3. But just head to tap for all those details. One of my favourite days of the year is Epsom Day. A great uh, program down at Flemington as well. Good luck on the punt this afternoon. Thanks, Hills. Thanks, mate. See you next weekend. Andrew Hurley, Brad Davidson and Darren Flindell. That was behind the gates. I know whether... Uh, if uh, Paul Ambrosoli is there, and uh, if he is, we might head to him now for uh, for the Debordley quiz. And-